Honduras del Mundo. Welcome to the World Changers Expat Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Bowers, an expat who's lived the last third of his life in Costa Rica. This podcast consists of delightful, informative, and fun conversations with expats around the globe whose expat MO is to make our world a better place. Listening, you just might be inspired to become a World Changer expat yourself. Welcome to World Changers. Today I'm interviewing Geneva and Heather, founders of HeartSong Community of Free Learners, a school they started in 2017 for children from first grade through high school located in Heredia, Costa Rica. Geneva and Heather actually first met 25 years ago when Geneva was a child and Heather was a college student. Flash forward 25 years and they met again at a Costa Rica retreat where they discovered that they shared a passion for an alternative form of heartfelt and activity-based learning for young children. So, without further ado, welcome Geneva and Heather to World Changers. Welcome Geneva and Heather to World Changers. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Scott. Absolutely. Love to, love to. Listen, uh, I'd like, I always like to get into a little bit of an introduction to start mm-hmm. off with, to find out a little more about you guys. Geneva, I know a little bit about you because you're sort of kind of part of my extended family here in Costa Rica. You're, um, let's see, you're the wife of my, my wife, my stepdaughter's dad's nephew. Is that right? That's, yeah. That's just, <laughs> yeah. What yeah. do you, what do you call that? Your in wife Sp- is my husband's aunt is another way of saying it. Yeah, there you go. That's a, that's a, that's probably a better way to say it. Well, what do you call that in Spanish? Um, good question. <laughs> um, <laughs> La esposa. Okay, so there's no there's no word for that. All right, well, cool. Well, let's start with you, Geneva. Tell me a little bit about yourself, your background. Give me a little bit before Costa Rica background. Sure. So I was raised um, in the United States, um, in the state of Washington, and I first came to Costa Rica in 2006 after I graduated, um, and it. I spent many years, um, actually over 15 years, traveling throughout the world, leading experiential and international education programs. So everywhere throughout Central and South America, India, East Africa, and Spain, with Costa Rica as my home base. Um, And then I moved here permanently and became a citizen, and um, that's what led me to meet Heather here in Costa Rica and create Hearts on Community Free Learners, which was in 2017. Um, and now we're actually celebrating two years since we opened our doors. And you grew up in Washington State, right? I did. Yes. And your 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 mother, she's is she Colombian? What I can't remember what yes. nation. Yes, uh-huh. my mother is Colombian and my father is from the United States, uh, from California. So you grew up speaking Spanish. Yes, yes, I grew up bilingual. Yeah, I've always envied your Spanish speaking ability because it's 20, 20 years running now, and I'm still struggling with it. Oh, uh, you're not so bad. okay well heather how about you tell us a little bit about yourself sure um i i have been in costa rica since 1997 i'm originally from the washington dc area so the other side of the country from geneva okay um however i did go to the university in olympia washington where geneva's from um, my did you my know mother, each other back then? Or? That's a funny story. We actually did not know each other in, uh, until well, we did we did know each other when Geneva was a child. Wow, um, but not well. She is actually the daughter of my first landlord. <laughs> Get out of here. In, 
in um, Olympia, Washington, when I was going to the university. So um, we were their first tenants in their in her in Geneva's childhood home, actually. But we did not discover that until re-meeting um, maybe I don't know a, at least what we a week or so into knowing each other and um, again here in Costa Rica. Uh, we discovered it by chance through conversation. That, that's amazing. That's a amazing. Kind of story worth, worth telling since you asked that, that. Please. We actually, so Heather and I, um, like I said, unbeknownst to us, we both went, um, we were really curious to learn more about um, alternative education. And so we both went to an event that was hosted in the jungles of Costa Rica. And we started talking, we got to know each other, we really realized we had such a, a united vision. Um, and really agreed upon and just really connected over our philosophy around learning and education. Mm-hmm. And we started talking, we decided to go, you know, get together again. And as we were driving to go visit um, a really interesting educational project here in Costa Rica, we realized at that point that we had actually known each other. We had actually met 25 years prior back in Olympia, Washington, when I was uh, a child and, and when Heather was a student. Um, at the Evergreen State College, and that um, we had lived in the same home, um, and it was just kind of an incredible connection that um, really gave us the courage to create this project, to know that, you know, this was more than just chance, um, and, and this was more than serendipity, that yeah. we really felt like it was... That was, a, that was a word that was yeah. coming to mind, serendipity. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Small yeah. world, small world. Five years later to create um, this really incredible and innovative project called Heart Song. Well, how did you get to Costa Rica, Heather? Um, it, it, well, I first came down for a teaching position at an element bilingual elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother is Costa Rican, so I heard okay. heard stories, bedtime stories of volcanoes and rainforests and beaches, um, you know, tales of Costa Rica my entire childhood. Mm-hmm. So it really made it, although I, my first time visiting Costa Rica, I was 16 years old. So it was really kind of this, um, something I dreamed about when I was a child for, because my mother was so fond of her memories growing up in Costa Rica. Um, she came to the States as a, as a teen and stayed. And so I was born and raised in the States, but my family on my mother's side is from Costa Rica. So when I decided to come down for a teaching position, it was supposed just to, you know, it was right after university, I just graduated. And I uh, wanted to spend some time with my with my family, get to know my, get more acquainted with my roots here. Okay. Well, what was the first visit you ever made? Was it after you became an adult, or did you visit as a child? I was 16 when I first came, and okay. my parents were invited to participate in an international peace conference that happened here at the University of Peace. It was hosted by the University of Peace. The Dalai Lama was here. It was a wow. major, major event. That's um, cool. So that was my very first visit to Costa Rica. I was 16 years old. Wow, that's interesting. How about you, yeah. Geneva? When, when was the first visit you ever made to Costa Rica? I first came in 2006, and I was very blessed because one of my best friends um, from college, she, um, one of her parents is Costa Rican, and they own a beautiful eco-lodge down in the Southern Pacific. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, she swept me up from the airport and took me right down uh, to La Cucina, and it's beautiful in the rainforest. I had a little tree frog sitting on my bed that night. I listened to the howler monkeys in the ocean and pretty much instantly fell in love with Costa Rica that very night. 
um, and then quite an adventure, um, and eventually putting down roots here and deciding to, you know, like I said, become a citizen and get married here, and um, I kids were born here. I was going to say, you so eventually really, fell in love with a Colombian. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. 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 But history wow. tends to be, you know, historically, uh, or even geologically and geographically, it's a meeting point. It's a, it's a crossing uh, a place where, you know, species and um, oh, yeah. people and cultures intermingle, oh, yeah. and I think so many of us have found our soulmates and our soul purpose and in this really special place, and I think Heather and I are, are part of that as well. We've found love and created families here in this really beautiful country. That's great. Well, good. Let's move on from the introductory phase. Just for the audience, if you hear something, some white noise in the background, that's Costa Rica rain. Uh, mm -hmm. not, not, not much I can do about it, but hopefully it's not distracting. So, um, tell me a little bit about what you've been in, been doing uh, with Heart Song. Um, give us a little background, and a little bit of information on that. Thank you. So, right when Heather and I met and we had these incredible conversations, it was it was really amazing to meet another person who shares the passion that we have for real, authentic um, heart-led learning. And so immediately, like once we realized we had this incredible connection and this kind of destiny um, became very apparent to us, we immediately began uh, getting to work and really synthesizing what we wanted to create because um, we realized that there was, you know, we wanted a space for us. We wanted a place where children can be honored, can learn freely, where children are not stuffed into boxes and, and forced to sit in desks for long hours of the day and copy, memorize information off the blackboard, which so often is the reality in most schools across the world, not just in Costa Rica, pretty much everywhere. So we decided that we wanted to create something very new and very special, and that's what we did. So HeartSong Community of Free Learners, um, we're an alternative school, we're based in Heredia, Costa Rica, which is in the middle of the Central Valley. Mm -hmm. And we really wanted to create an alternative to this conventional education system that focuses so much on just academic skills, you know, the usual stuff, reading, writing, arithmetic, but lacks the real life skills that we all need, and especially our children, to face the environmental and social challenges of our times and of what will be their times um, when they come of age. So that's why we created this really special place. Um, that's based on creativity and experiential learning, and our methodology is all about projects and project based. It's personalized. Mm -hmm. And we have the Democratic Council, which is a space where children are given the tools to learn how to solve problems through nonviolent communication. It means that they actually become they actually become change makers, you know, on every level, you know, even if it's an interpersonal conflict, if it's uh, on the level of our learning community and even on the level of our larger in our neighborhoods in Costa Rica in the world, that we are change makers and that children are empowered to change the world for the better. Um, so we give kids like lots of space, uh, physical and also resources and opportunities to explore and discover many types of intelligences. And so they have experiences with nature immersion, workshops, music, theater, organic gardening, cooking, are yoga, mindfulness, all of these things that we believe are just as important as the other traditional academic subjects. So you actually have a dedicated campus in Heredia? Yes, we're based in, exactly, in Heredia, Costa Rica. Okay. What, I mean, give me an idea of who, who is, who are sending their kids to uh, HeartSong? Are they mostly uh, local Costa Ricans? Is it a mix? 
Um, it's actually, it's a mix. So we have a very diverse community and a lot of the children are like, Heather and I, we have a mixed heritage. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the children have one parent who's Costa Rican and another parent who might be from Mexico or from um, Europe or from United States or from Argentina. So it's a very diverse. And there's also children who are, you know, both parents are Costa Rican. Mm-hmm. I would say overall, it's, just, it's, it's quite a diverse um, community that we have. And I should also note that, that due to, to the situation that we're experiencing at this time, we've gone virtual, like so many schools um, all over the world. And uh, it's been really amazing to watch how our incredible staff has been able to transmit our values and our philosophy. You know, my children have been doing projects at home, um, which is what they would be doing at Heart Song, where their learning is active and it's artistic and it's creative and it's unique. Um, and they're showing that they're learning through these experiences. You don't have to be testing them and quizzing them and pop quizzes and stress because it's the joy of learning that we truly celebrate. And I've been able to see that at home with my own children who are at Song. The other parents have also noticed um, that it's been a big challenge, of course, but at the same time, and at the same time, um, we've had a lot of success conveying the same the same feeling of Heart Song, even in our virtual modality. Now, the, the virtual modality you're talking about that's a t- is a temporary thing, right? Exactly. Okay. Okay. Do you have any idea when when you'll switch back to actual live classes? Well, I'll let Heather address that as well. It really depends on the situation, and sure, we want sure. to prioritize everyone's health, right? Mm-hmm. And, and especially the most vulnerable in our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really, you know, there's a lot of, of serious considerations to to take in mind to make of that course. decision. Of course, we're longing for that. We miss being in person because it's such a beautiful thing to be together. Um, in our space and, and have all the children playing together and we are looking forward to when that's safe and possible to achieve again. Yeah, you know, I'm in real estate and, and I work with a lot of expats that are trying to move down and some of them move, are moving down with kids. I mean, and a lot of times they they ask me about English schools. Would this be considered an English school or, or no? Um, yeah, I, I would say that we are an English heavy school and okay. we are bilingual and okay. we're dual immersion. But okay. it is, but each is you know it's a it, our children um, the program we have a partnership with a with the Global Village School which is a school in the United States it's a mm-hmm. distance learning school mm-hmm. and uh, we part we partnered with them so that our children would have um, would be able to be on track for a U.S. diploma if they a U.S. WASC accredited diploma if they if they so wish and um, this means that our program. Um, must have a strong English element, but okay. we definitely value having it be a, a, a dual immersion so that their their Spanish is so um, as strong as their English. So it's, it's both. I'm sure you've got a good mix in your your student body of both native Spanish speakers and native English speakers, right? We do. I would say we the majority are native. Um, Native Spanish speakers with very strong English. Mm-hmm. Um, our own children are in the program, and they are, uh, you know, both Native English and Native Spanish. My children are fully bilingual and Geneva as well. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, yeah, good. Um, I, I saw on your. Um, let me ask you this. I, I, I didn't hear. Maybe you already said, but what does this go from K through high school, or what? What are your grade grade range? What's your grade range? At the moment, we are serving children from first grade through tenth grade, and it, okay. our program goes up to twelfth grade. 
Okay. Um, we're moving up with our oldest child, who is in 10th grade at the, at the moment. So we'll be expand, expanding each year one more grade up to the 12th grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I saw on your website that you recently uh, did a GoFundMe campaign that was successful. That's that's great. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, I just want to also add on that right now, given the pandemic, it's, it's been a real blessing to be small. Because mm-hmm. It allows us to be really agile and to give that personalized experience that mm-hmm. is sure. really difficult online. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of our children, especially in person, of course, are always getting really personalized attention. And the fact that um, the children are able to have, you know, a very, very small group online has meant that we can really support them in ways that can be much more challenging when you have a big classroom. So mm-hmm. um, it has been, you know, you know, difficult. Of course, the pandemic has brought economic and all types of hardships to many families, and so that's why we're so incredibly grateful to everyone who donated and supported us and shared about our campaign because um, you know this is an incredible. Uh, learning community that is growing and we want to be there on the other side of this pandemic to be able to reopen in the physical um, and to be able to give us you know this really personalized experiential creative project-based opportunity to more children in Costa Rica. Sure sure I, I, I watched a few of your videos and and I think I heard the phrase more than once uh, heartfelt and activity-based learning what is that what do you mean by that? Well, I think what, uh, what in fact I heard you—that's what you you were. I heard that from you, Heather. So, <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, I mean, I think what what is so necessary and needed in this world right now is a strong connection to who we are, our authentic selves, and being able to feel com- confident, empowered, and uh, emotionally whole. And I think that that's what Heart Song. Um, it provides for children. It's an atmosphere where they can, they they the priority is really uh, well-being and connecting learning with joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, really being sensitive and having that emotional sensitivity through empathy for each child's specific experience and connecting their own um, internal interests and drives and passions into what we're learning. Connection is really a key word here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's why I think it's heart-centered and then creativity being the, you know, our belief is that every child comes into this world innately um, creative and just with, a, with an incredible amount of creative genius. And really our job is to um, provide them with the, the space and the tools to develop that part of them that's already innate. And we have a, a desire to create as we learn. We learn through creating. And so that's why the project-based part of our program is so important, so that they're actually learning through a, a living experience of mm-hmm. building something themselves, making something themselves, or creating something together in a collective. And this is, this really allows children to develop skills that are so important in the world today. You know, they, they have an idea, they come up with a plan for their idea, they incorporate and listen to others to make that, to, to make a collective idea, and then they really implement that idea step by step until they get to the end, to the end result. And it, and ha- by doing that, they are, they're, so empowered with so many different skills of creativity and and planning and 
um, going through that creative process that 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 requires effort and also you know in in, in involves so many different things art art um, language performance oftentimes um, hands-on skills you know building carpentry there's so many things that we that, that can be incorporated into one project and, and beyond that. Mm-hmm. It, speaking to what why Heartstone was created out of this pain of seeing children suffering, honestly, in the conventional system. Like Heather and I both agree, and and I think more and more people around the world are starting to wake up and question the dominant um, educational system in the world, and we're even realizing where it came from. Like once I realized what what the heck is going on when we force children to sit in desks for hours at a time to learn the same thing at the same time. And, and oftentimes what we're learning has nothing to, has very little to do with the actual crisis that we're facing. This is a very difficult time to be alive. It's also an incredibly beautiful and inspiring time to be alive because there's just so much to do, right, to solve mm-hmm. the problems that we're facing collectively. Imagine what it's like to be a child right now and facing, you know, a pandemic and, you know, wildfires and environmental crises, the economic crises that are happening. There's a lot right now. And children are already the most stressed out, the most anxious and depressed they've ever been um, to our knowledge in the history of humanity. And so we realize that there's a huge opportunity here to to shift, uh, to take a, a much healthier course, to, to take a pause, to take a breath, and to love life, to enjoy life with our children, with our families. And that's really what Heart Song was born out of, is seeing this pain that children are feeling when they're so stressed when they're, you know, cramming for tests, when they're staying up late doing homework, when they're striving for an A or whatever, and they get a C or an F or whatever, and and that becomes internalized as if it's a reflection of their intelligence. We're missing all the vast potential that humans are capable of and all the intelligences that exist and all that genius that every single child, we believe every single human being, every single child has within already. So our job is to fill their empty minds with facts and memorization is actually to support them to, you know, to be that tree, to be that that essence that they already have inside and to give that fertile, you know, ground in which to take root and grow. And that's what Heart Song is and has been. It's been absolutely beautiful to be a part of this and to see how each individual child flourishes when they're given that environment, when they're no longer stressed, when they have freedom of movement, when they have all types of projects and uh, materials and supportive adults who are there to help them grow. And yes, they're learning how to read, how to write, math, and science, all the regular things, but it's in a whole different perspective. It's in a whole different experience in which they're able to be alive and be themselves. Um, and that's been truly an honor to be a part of. You'd probably say that, that Costa Rica, why would you say that Costa Rica is a great place for kids to learn in that in that way? Well, I would say it's, it's an incredible, like, we really are loving being connected to our own community. To give you a really clear example, there's so much history and beauty and, and natural, you know, wonders here in Costa Rica that we really take advantage of it for our children. So, for example, sure, yeah. um, mm-hmm. in our community, Heather's husband, uh, they have a, a bird, Heather and her husband both own a family-run um, eco-tour um, company called oh, cool. Tours. And so... What's the name? Part of... Okay. Okay. And so, for example, one of the field trips we did is that the children actually got to go out into the rainforest, into the mangroves, and see crocodiles, you know, and mm-hmm. look for birds and mm-hmm. other wildlife with um, with uh, a guide and with people who are really in, in 
excited about nature. So it's about connecting with our environment, um, our cultures, you know, the diversity of cultures, the biodiversity. There's incredible opportunities for that. Other workshops we've done, for example, are around cacao, chocolate. So children actually find out, you know, that chocolate comes from the rainforest and be able to connect with local organizations like Bici Chocolate, which is, you know, this great enterprise right in our neighborhood here in Delia. And the kids are able to make chocolate and eat it and learn about the history and the indigenous spiritualities around chocolate. Everything is very interdisciplinary. So even in, you know, as you're learning about this one thing, chocolate, you're learning about the science, you're learning about nutrition, you're learning about history, you're learning about culture, you're learning so many things by just, and that's the whole point of Heart Song, is that there are opportunities everywhere to learn in a very connected way, to realize that we are all connected, and there is so much joy in learning that way, instead of, for example, just copying and memorizing off of a, off of a board. Um, and that's really what's revolutionary about our approach, and it's really a global movement, you know, it's beyond Costa Rica, it's all over the world, people are doing this, they're questioning that system and saying kids actually need to be in movement, kids need, kids need to be in nature, kids need to be connected, kids need to be supported to learn tools to resolve conflicts and solve problems because we honestly don't know what the future holds. Technology is moving so fast, we've got so many crises that, that we're juggling at this very moment that the, school, the skills that schools are teaching are very antiquated. They're teaching the same things they taught 100 years ago and they're teaching them the same way and that's to no fault of you know the teachers, it's really a system. You know, I know there's lots of wonderful teachers who are just as trapped in that system. And so what we're advocating for is let's um, actually equip our children with skills, you know, to question everything, to come up with solutions, to solve problems collaboratively, because that's truly what the future is going to need. Everything else, we're, you guess at it, but what we do know is that we're going to need to be more creative. We need to be more community-based. We need to be more inspired active and um, and motivated than ever before to resolve these issues that we're facing on every level. Well, I can certainly hear a lot of passion coming through. Um, okay. Tell me a little bit about your future plans for um, HeartSong. Do you plan on having additional campuses in other areas of the country? or Assuming everything, we finally get to the end of this COVID-19 crisis, which I think we will, what, what's your, what are your future plans? Um, I think at the moment our focus is to um, is to really expand our, our campus in Aredia and expand what we're offering in Central Valley um, and to support others who are in line with our philosophy and our methodology to start their own projects um, in other areas of the country. Oh, great, and okay. We are very happy to collaborate with and have collaborated with other projects. Um, we, did be, we did start a network of alternative schools here in Costa Rica um, and we do um, communicate regularly, sharing ideas and um, updating each other on different processes, our relationships with the MEP, et cetera. So I think that um, really it's more about starting a movement that we don't have to be um, directing personally ourselves, but instead working collaborative, collaboratively with others to share our vision. That sounds great. Exactly. What, what is... If I can go off on that a little more. Sure, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. There's, there's a growing movement even in Costa Rica with um, amazing schools in different areas of the country. So our whole mission is also to collaborate and see how we can support each other in that movement. Um, that's, like I said, happening across Costa Rica and, and across the world. 
So right now, um, as Heather said, our, we're, we're inviting and welcoming more children to join us. Um, we're really looking for parents and families who are not just frustrated with the excess of homework and um, you know the current situation of, of, of conventional education, but who are also interested in being a part of a community. And we have um, ongoing workshops for parents to learn um, how to, you know, to help each other really, to have conversations about how we can transform even on a family level, to be more loving, more heart-centered, more present, um, to slow down, right, this rush that we feel, especially with um, all the technology we're using now, and also to empower ourselves with nonviolent communication, which is an amazing methodology, again, that works on all levels, whether you're resolving a conflict that arises within your own family or even in the world, larger conflicts. It's an incredible methodology that we, um, that we are continually learning with our children, and we also offer workshops, so if, for example, someone isn't quite ready to join full-time with HeartSong for their child to be with us, they can um, also sign up for the workshops that we offer online at this point um, for nonviolent communication. Well, you so may want to you may want to offer those to adults. Nonviolent communication sounds to me like there's a lot of adults that could use some classes <laughs> in that. Um, what, what's the cost of the program? Well, right, right now, currently, it's... It, it has different elements to it, right? Because we are dual enrolled. Our, all of our students are dual enrolled with Global Village School, our partner school. Um, that has an an, uh, a one-time annual fee um, of about $360 um, for an annual fee. And then we have a monthly fee of $550 um, and um, plus the EVA. And then um, we normally have a materials fee every six months of $180 per semester. Mm -hmm. um, but right now we've waived that since we are um, virtual at the moment. So parents will provide their own materials. Um, but this kind of education does require, you know, a lot of a lot of different kinds of materials because we're doing so many projects. Sure. Um, and um, and then there's a matricula fee once a year as well. Well, it sounds exciting. Um, we're 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 getting we're actually going over time a little bit, but I've got two of you on, on my interview, so I I think I'm allowed to do that. I, I always have one final question I like to ask the guests of World Changers. I mean, the way I look at somebody from like me from the United States that has come to Costa Rica, I've, I've been here almost 20 years. I feel like I'm a little bit on the outside looking in, um, and it it seems to. To, in my mind, put you in a better position to make an impact on the world. And I just wondered what you guys, maybe each one of you could express a thought on that, just how, how living as an expat in a foreign country has changed your perspective and maybe put you in a better position to make an impact on the world. hope I didn't stump you with that, but that's always my final question. It's a great, it's a great question. And yeah, I, that's, that's part of why I, I love travel so much is that we learn so much about ourselves when we're placed in a, in a different culture. And certainly even though I was raised bilingual and I'm multicultural and um, coming to Costa Rica is its own unique you know, place. And so I just been really grateful to be embraced by this country, to become a citizen and now to be able to contribute in this way furthering this movement for a more um, heart-centered, you know, creative education. And I believe that's, that's, that's going to help all of us and help all Costa Ricans. And of course, our vision is, 
you know, we would love, we wish that we could do hearts on for free for all children. And so as we grow, um, our mission is always to be able to make this type of learning affordable and accessible to people of all different backgrounds, um, Costa Ricans and people from other countries and so forth, because that's part of one of our core beliefs with Heart Song is that diversity is an asset, something to be celebrated. Um, and so it's certainly been a privilege to, to create this here um, and, and, and to offer this in Costa Rica, which has such an incredible um, heritage and so many, um, like I said, biological and cultural diversity. Um, it's truly a, a wonderful place to be creating a project like this. So we want to really open our arms, and at this time, I think we didn't mention yet that we are accepting, in, in, in the light of this diversity, we are accepting um, children who are interested in becoming a part of HeartSong virtually. It kind of opens up, you know, in a way this pandemic opened up a door for us to connect with people throughout the Americas. Children who would like to be a part of HeartSong can now join virtually. Um, and we're offering that uh, as an opportunity as well. And then, of course, for people in our area, geographically, once we open up, they will come back again to the physical location. Okay, great. Any final thoughts, Heather? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that when you go out of your comfort zone as, a, as an expat or a person who goes to another country to live that's not your, you know, where, where you were born and raised, mm -hmm. it, uh, it pushes you out of your comfort zone and it turbo drives personal growth. <laughs> yes. And it also pushes you to make connections with, with people in ways that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise. And HeartSong, really the basis of HeartSong is all about connection. It's connection to self, our authentic self, connection to a collective community, um, interpersonal connections, you know, and and connecting to our environment as well and, and our own learning. So I think that gives us a, maybe a, a unique experience being expats to be able to um, foster that sort of an environment that's all about connection. Um, and communication, and as Geneva spoke so eloquently about it, um, the, you know, communication and peaceful communication, nonviolent communication, and empathy and um, active listening are core, core aspects of heart song. And um, being bicultural and being in another country that um, pushes you to learn new ways of communicating beyond our cultural norms. Um, really helps to be able to facilitate that sort of an environment for others. Excellent. Well, I sure do appreciate you guys volunteering to be guests on World Changers. I'll put a link to your uh, to Heart Song in the uh, description of the podcast, and I wish you good luck. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for having us. Having us. Okay, We're dope. so grateful for that. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.